On today's show of Substances, we are continuing to break down stereotypes as we feature Nasib Mohammed, a colleague from Kabul, Afghanistan. Nasib has spent the last five years working for the United Nations and a variety of NGOs and is continuing to work here in Berlin while earning a master's degree in international relations and cultural diplomacy. Nasib speaks on the difficulties of growing up in a land where war was prevalent. However, he also describes the depths of Afghanistan's culture, noting its rich feud, unique music, and vast history, as well as its values. Before our recording, Nasib noted the importance that honoring the individual, as well as exhibiting hospitality, plays in Afghanistan, labeling it a key component of Afghan culture. As an individual, Nasib still abides by many of his cultural norms throughout his daily life in Western culture, including praying, meeting with friends, exercising, and using his beliefs to keep him grounded, and of course, continuing to grow through education. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Today we are chatting with Nasib, a dear colleague of, uh, of ours at the ICD. So thank you, Nasib, for joining us. If you'd like to first introduce yourself to us and our listeners. Um, thank you for having me here. Uh, it's a, a great pleasure. Um, I am a student with ICD, uh, doing my master's degree in international relations and cultural diplomacy. Mm, and also I'm working with one of the uh, profit organization in Berlin. Thank you. Very cool. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, and what brought you, I guess, to Germany? Um, I'm from Afghanistan, as you know, um, from the capital, Kabul. Um, I, I have uh, uh, working experience with the United Nations for so long, I mean, at least five five years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I have uh, also worked for uh, NGOs, largest NGOs in Afghanistan. Uh, I did degree in economics and management. When I was a student, I, al- I was always thinking to do my master's in one of the Western countries. This was my wish, and I'm happy to be here now, doing learning about Western society and cultures and values. Happy to have you. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, so can you tell us what your life would be like on a daily basis in Kabul? Um, I think the dynamic really changed for me here being in Germany, but I was as busy as I am here now. Um, I, I, I had to do my studies, I was a student, I, I had a full-time job, uh, so I didn't have so much social life as I have it here. That's the difference between uh, the the Germany and Afghanistan society, but I was super busy always. Okay. So, um, what what differentiates Afghanistan from Germany? What kind of different traditions would you have? Dances, songs, music instruments, sports, for example. Um, cuisine. Cuisine, yeah, especially cuisine. Um, it's completely different. We have a unique music. Most of the people, they haven't heard about it. But it's an interesting music. Uh, in Germany, I learned, I discovered that I'm, I also like uh, rock music, electronic music. It's also interesting for me. But at the same time, I have a different taste of music. 
So we, in our uh, music, one of the popular uh, singer is Ahmad Zahir. Unfortunately, he was also affected by the conflict. He was killed, but he's very popular and a great singer. I love him a lot. So that I can say about music, and we have very delicious food. Uh, you can also find some restaurants in Berlin. Recently, I, I found these restaurants. So that's uh, oh, the popular uh, uh, dish uh, for Afghans, their rice, uh, mixed with raisin and uh, carrots and uh, almond. So it's really, really delicious. Yeah. I hope one day you can <laughs> try it. We had that food once in ICD, yeah. but I don't know you guys were not here. That's the difference. And we have a very popular uh, 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 sport. Mm -hmm. It's called Buskeshi. Mm -hmm. Buskeshi is a horse game. Um, maybe you can find some uh, videos about it. Uh, it's mostly uh, uh, happening in the north part of Afghanistan. Okay. We're bordering with the Uzbekistan and Tajikistan. We recently, in recent 10 years since the invention of the US, uh, Cricket became so popular, and we are now playing in the World Cup. And it's really a great honor for me. I, I, I'm very interested to this game, but it's, we are doing very, very well. That's the only thing I can, could say, that in 10 years we did great. Uh, the world, reaching to World Cup is not an easy job in that sport. So these are the games, popular games that in Afghanistan. Great, thanks. Um, because this mini-series is about breaking down stereotypes, it is a common misconception that Afghanistan is part of the Middle East. Could you talk to us a little bit about how you define yourself, like, define Afghanistan as not being part of the Middle East and what you would define the country as? It's really a misconception. I have been faced with these questions a lot, mm -hmm. that people think that Afghanistan is in the in the Middle East, it's not in the Middle East, it's some people believe that it's in South Asia. I also don't accept that. And some people, they say it's Central Asia. I also don't accept that. It's actually in the heart of Asia. If you go to the map, you can feel that it's in the heart of Asia. It's completely not Middle East. So what would we you can consider it like South Asia, but still I'm not agree with that, because we are completely in the middle. We are bordering North with Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, and uh, some, I, I could say in the north with China, but in the south with Pakistan, and uh, in the east, and uh, yeah, we, we have a huge border with Iran as well. So this culture impact for all, from all these countries are, can, be, can be felt in our, our Afghan society. Are there also many um, religions in Afghanistan because due to the multiculturalism from all? Uh, Islam is uh, hugely practiced in Afghanistan. Um, we, I could say that 99.9% of the population is Muslim. But, uh, oh, um, and we have Shia as well, that's a minority. Uh, but at the same time, there are other religions, but it's not widely practiced. Okay. Um, individually, how would you say the history of Afghanistan, your nation, has helped you define, helped define you as an individual and the goals 
you have moving forward in your career because a lot of people a lot of students you know they come and choose their majors of studying or their careers because they they feel like this is what their country needs or this is what my country you know depends on so how has it changed your choices of career in academia um, it's a good question at the same time it's a bit difficult to answer all the parts but i could say uh, afghanistan is very historical country. It has five years uh, history, and uh, I'm always inspired uh, by the great people. Uh, they they had an empire. They enrolled China. They 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 have Uzbekistan was part of Afghanistan, part of the Ahmad Shai Abdali empire. So I'm really inspired by them. They were uh, they did great job in Afghanistan, but unfortunately. The situation has changed, and uh, and the, the we couldn't keep we couldn't keep that fact that what they did for Afghanistan, but uh, it really motivates me uh, to build a career to take, to one day become a person mm -hmm. to do something for my my country and to be uh, I I wouldn't be as good as they were, but at at least I will try because that's a great motivation for me that we had these great people mm -hmm. and they, they, they did so many things yeah. that's, that's how I individually could be inspired mm -hmm. or motivated Do you see yourself going physically back to Afghanistan to work or maybe promoting Afghanistan abroad? Well, uh, I would uh, I will try it both ways as far as uh, Individually, security of each individual is very important. Mm. Uh, first, you have to think about your security, your life. Uh, if I feel any moment that I will be safe in Afghanistan, I will go back and I will serve physically being there. But at this moment, I think I prefer to be for a while abroad mm. to learn more about other things, cultures, values, uh, learning about modern things. And this is also an asset that in the future I could, I could be part of that society to serve. Would you consider studying abroad in other cultures to keep the learning going and broaden your perspectives more? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm really keen to learn more about uh, other cultures, especially it's my wish to study in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm always inspired by the U.S. education system and I want to learn about the American cultures. So still I'm hoping to, to do one day another um, degree or maybe my PhD in, in the U.S. or other countries maybe. I yeah. hope that so, happens. That, thank you. That provides the opportunity for a great cultural dialogue to yeah. happen for sure. We have this uh, cultural dialogue with the U.S. Uh, and the U.S. Embassy is Kabul, in Kabul. They're uh, really strongly supporting this because of the culture exchange. So I'm hoping to do that as well. So how would you say um, the rise of some extremist groups has affected you, maybe on a personal level, maybe your choices in, in life? How has, if it has affected you at all? Um, I know that the, the conflict in Afghanistan has taken a long time for it to be solved, but maybe the rise of the new um, extremist groups has affected uh, Well, you. to be honest, I, I was born in a war, mm -hmm. and I grew up in a war, and 
I know I have I have a very uh, um, how to say like I have um, bad memories from this war, but at the same time it also made me a strong person, uh, a person to uh, to how to be in the future. Is still uh, I haven't lost my hope, mm. uh, but I I'm still committed. Uh, to be part of that society. I know we still have so many challenges, problems, mm -hmm. uh, but this war, the long-term war, uh, somehow taught me a lot. What were the daily measures that your family or that you took when living in a war, and how did you go about your daily life that maybe is now different, that you can see looking back on living here in Germany? Well, um, Life in Afghanistan, as I said in, in the beginning, it's completely different. Uh, it is, you don't feel to freely walk in a certain areas. Uh, I always uh, uh, felt that my security is very important and I have to have measurement in order to be in an area, certain areas. That, that really sucks at the same time. It's, it's not easy, you know, like to be in a society and then and then you always feel that security, insecurity, or, 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 or the threat for your life. Uh, for my family, they are also struggling with this fact. Uh, like, how can I say, you love an area, for example, uh, our, our village is not so far from the Kabul, the capital, it's just 30 kilometers away. But to be honest, uh, uh, my brothers and my sisters, for them, for my sisters, this is easy, but for, especially for men, it's not easy to travel. Mm -hmm. uh, when they are there, they are always scared of uh, something could happen to them. Yeah. So last time when I went, I was not able to visit my village. And mm -hmm. it's really disappointed me that how the security has changed. So it's the same, still they are always uh, focused to be careful about the security. Do you see anything that's happening on ground that is is changing for the better? That will like systems that are being put in place. So next time you would be able to go home. Are there? Uh, I would say not. It's really the the, the game is the, the, the I I could say that uh, uh, Afghanistan is now the a proxy battle for the so complicated games. In the long term, I hope it will change, possibly it will change, but at the moment uh, uh, there are so many things going on, very, very complicated games. To get right of them, we need a time. So I'm very interested because you grew up in a war and I grew up during the time of the war, especially as an American and some, someone living from New York during 9-11. I'm very interested in what the media and your government told you what the cause of the American invasion of Afghanistan was. Um, at the beginning, when the uh, Af uh, uh, Americans invaded Afghanistan, uh, we were all, we we had this hope that Afghanistan will change. Uh, we will mm -hmm. be a, a great country again. Because we are, uh, we are a very rich country, we have minerals, we have natural resources a lot, but we, the only thing we need is that is a stable government, a democratic government, uh, peace. 
that that will lead lead us to a country that could be the richest country in the region, maybe in the in the world. Uh, as I said, the natural resources is always very important in a stable economic. Uh, our wish was that at the beginning, when the Americans invaded Afghanistan, we were hoping that we will be this country. But unfortunately, uh, it didn't work the way how we predicted and how we were thinking. Uh, still, but we have that hope. We didn't lost. Uh, we are still uh, moving with that hope. It may change in the future. Uh, we are fighting for it, but so many change, so many things uh, has changed. We have a, a media, freedom of speech. Mm. Uh, we have uh, more uh, women in our parliament than the, uh, in the Congress of more than the in, mm -hmm. in the Congress of the U.S. and in schools. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we have a system at least. We have a system and democratic government. But we need more time, as I mentioned in the beginning, that yeah. uh, in order to to have a, a stable country and to get rid of the corruptions we have, uh, struggling with the, that fact. Uh, so we are fighting, and, and, and in the long term, uh, I'm hoping that we will be a country, and a stable country, peaceful country. So in the West, we um, the media portrays only a picture of Afghanistan as a war-torn country, with um, many terrorist groups being in the media portrayed. No, no good um, images, no no um, positive media. Do you think there would be a possibility to use any tools to change that um, perception? and um, to generate awareness that it's a different country other than just terrorists? Uh, well, the, uh, the misconception about Afghanistan is there. Uh, I have faced with this, uh, this uh, reality a lot, especially when I'm traveling, that people uh, think that Afghanistan is uh, uh, a very uh, a, a place for terrorists. It's not true. It's a country uh, that uh, still ha uh, has so many beautiful things. It's, it's, it's very beautiful, it's nice mountains, landscape, very beautiful people, great culture, hospitality about the people, <laughs> strong people. Uh, that's, that's how, you know, like, if I think as an Afghan and growing up in, in, in a war-torn country, I know that people outside the country think that it's it's really difficult. This is how now I think about Syria. You know, uh, this is uh, you don't know the reality what's going on. You th you think that everything is it's just about war, but still there are some things, especially in Afghanistan. I'm not agree with this conception that Afghanistan is really a place of uh, of, uh, of war or or battle. It's also the place of so many, still so many, so so, so much values, and things is going on. Uh, it can be only this can, conception can be only changed if people travel there and see it. Yeah, I think What's before before America and the Soviet Union invaded, you had a lot of tourism going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it like, is we have we were the country of very open society, yeah. respecting the human rights, especially women rights. You can go and find some research about it. You can research about it and uh, videos. Uh, but
but still people have that hope and they are keen to have that kind of society to respect the values uh, they had it in the past they are really interested to have that values again to wrap up could you talk about one specific example of maybe a time that you reshaped someone's opinions that someone came to you with a misconception or a stereotype of Afghanistan and you were able to be like no this is my culture this is what we do at home and it entirely changed their opinion i may be not i may not be able to to give you exact uh, example but i have faced a lot with these kind of situation that people have that idea as uh, i said before, uh, like I was traveling once in the, uh, from, uh, I, from Turkey to Berlin, there was a person sitting next to me in the same flight. He was asking a lot of questions. He, he, his belief was that Afghanistan is a, a completely a war zone. There is nothing. Uh, when he talked to me and when he, he discussed all the issues, he realized that. And he at the end told me, I, really, I, I was really not thinking this way. I thought everything, nothing is there, it's just a, a battle for war. I said, no, it's not true, we have a parliament, we have a government, we have a system, but it's true that we have so many challenges, problems, but that doesn't mean that we don't have a society uh, and, and values. So that was the, the, that, that could be one example I can tell you. Uh, but I have faced a lot that people have this misconception. Anytime we discuss uh, about Afghanistan, when I'm saying I'm from Afghanistan, quickly the people, they think that, oh, it's like, now we think about Syria. That's mm -hmm. how, so far, that, that belief is there. I can comment on a personal note. The first time that a stereotype was broken down uh, for Afghanistan or Afghanis um, in general was when I read Malala Yousafzai's book, I Am Malala, and she was describing Kabul just as you were, as this lush, green city. And my growing up watching you know, media, it was just always just a desert, like not a desert, but sand and just explosives and yeah. like huts and just you know, furthering the divide of East versus West. So um, I was wondering, you can cut this out, um, if you could send us actually pictures of Kabul that we could post on our page just to really further um, keep that dialogue going. Like, this is my Afghanistan versus mm -hmm. this is, like, what you view Afghanistan. I think that would really, having a visual, not just, you know, having a discussion about it, but people actually see uh, Afghanistan to your eyes, I think that would be very helpful for our viewers, if you wouldn't mind. Definitely, I can share so many pictures. Even cuisine uh, or anything that is, I mean, cultural insights, it, it's exactly what people need if you can't travel there okay. to gain any type of perspective. Yeah, exactly, I, think it's I will share so many pictures. I love that, 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 as I said at the beginning, the landscape, the way Afghanistan is, the weather, everything about the nature. Uh, there are so many. Uh, uh, so much to say, but uh, I can share nice photos. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for being on our show, and thank you from all of our listeners. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me here. It's my great pleasure. Thank you for thank listening you. to Substances. <laughs> our mini-series on stereotypes is intended to redefine people who are faced with everyday misconceptions. Today, we hope Naseeb helped to not only break down any former stereotypes, but also to inspire you to look up Afghanistan landscapes, try some Afghan cuisine, and also engage with individuals from Afghanistan.
The more conversations we have, the more we learn, the wider our perspectives become. Thank you so much for listening to Substances. Please find us on iTunes and send us any comments through our email, dosageofrepartee at gmail.com, or just by commenting below.